Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you'll find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast on commodities. Today, we'll be looking at the prospects of gold. Currently, gold prices are ruling firm above $1,990 an ounce. It's near a six-month high. Since the beginning of this year, there has been volatile trading in gold. Prices have hovered between $1,800 and $2,050 an ounce. While high interest rates have affected buying sentiments in gold, the geopolitical crisis in the form of the Ukraine war and the Hamas-Israel standoff have kept people interested in the yellow metal as a haven asset. Indications are that the high interest rates will stay until the first quarter of 2024, after which the central banks would begin lowering them. In India, RBI has been buying gold, and one factor helping the country is the depreciation of the rupee. How will gold prices behave from here on? What strategy should investors and buyers follow? What are the factors to watch out for? To give us some ideas of where gold is heading to, we have with us Mr. Manav Modi, Research Analyst, Currency and Commodities, Motilal Oswal, Financial Services. Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, Mr. Manav Modi. To start with, gold has been dabbling around $2,000, at least for some parts of this year. And now also it's looking at topping $2,000 uh, an ounce. Where is actually gold headed over the, say, over the next uh, one to three months? Uh, right. Thank you, uh, sir, for this podcast. Uh, firstly, so as rightly mentioned, uh, gold has definitely picked up its pace since the last few months. Uh, so but just just talking about this year specifically, we've seen a uh, wild swings. Uh, both the extreme ends were tested for gold. If we, if we see as as close to you know eighteen hundred dollars on the lower end, and currently we are at two thousand, but we've uh, seen a very close to lifetime high levels as well. Uh, during the uh, you know mid of this particular year so quite a wild swings we've seen uh, currently ytd gains are at uh, around 11% or so um, this was the case uh, in the first 3 or 4 months as well when we had the banking and debt crisis or concerns uh, from the us that came in so definitely a very good story has been you know picked up for gold lot of supportive measures have come in as, and and changes have have been seen you know for the safe haven metal uh, uh, so I think I just uh, talking about the levels perspective, I, I believe we be coming to the uh, fundamentals or the, uh, you know, storyline in, in some time, but just talking about the uh, way ahead or the pace ahead, I feel uh, there are a couple of resistances from here on, on immediate basis, 2010 and the lifetime high 2075 odd levels are an important zone. Uh, once we break above the same, I think we can look to uh, you know 2150 and 2200 are the possible levels uh, from the here end uh, but we have been quite conservative till now uh, on the back of monetary policy changes that we've seen so on domestic front as well I think on an immediate basis 63,000 is um, what we could look at as the first target and 65,500 is what we can look at at the you know second target but with respect to the rupee depreciation as well I think buy on dips can be a good strategy for from here on. One of the reasons why gold seems to be gaining is because of the geopolitical crisis. But do you think that the uh, 
economic slowdown is a sort of dampener not economic slowdown but the high interest rates is a sort of dampener because people tend to be investing the debts and other things right right uh, so so definitely i think uh, one of the primary reason why we were very conservative till now or even still uh, we we are not looking we are maintaining that kind of a stance is is uh, one of the main reason is the real rates is still pretty high if you see the tips or the you know 10 year real rates for the us it is trading in the positive zones from quite some time and is is one of the primary factor for that inverse correlation that we've seen historical for gold and the real rates uh, as rightly mentioned if if the, the interest rates continue to stay higher other asset classes might you know get more lucrative for an investment perspective but uh, i feel sir there are other challenges as well uh, when we uh, you know go ahead in the course of this uh, next year um, uh, because a lot of people are you know a lot of reports are talking about not only geopolitical tensions but as well as the debt related concerns that are currently on the rise uh, Uh, growth is also one of the concerns that is that is picking up its pace if we look at the uh, governor powell speech you know during the fed policy meeting uh, in november uh, he did ma- mention that inflation target are to be achieved uh, of 2% but also he mentioned concerns with respect to the financial stability so if if this uh, trend continues and we already have had one banking crisis in mid uh, you know of 2023 if that continues we could see some bit of a trouble for you know the economy and uh, that could support the prices on the lower end uh, however uh, definitely headwinds are certainly there like i mentioned real rates is one if inflation again starts to pick up its pace we could once again see fed could uh, you know take that stance of rising or maintain a hawkish stance uh, but uh, you know we we still see growth and inflation balance will be a key factor to watch out for uh, in the in the next particular year do you think the current round of rate hikes is over maybe there is a pause or the us fed could contemplate lowering it a bit um definitely sir i think uh, uh, the the uh, rate hike uh, kind of a cycle is is from uh, from what it looks like if we if we talk about the probability charts as well which has been the main factor uh, for the sentiment driver in this particular year uh, the probability charts also suggest that for december almost 99% probability is being discounted for a pause in december um, for a rate cut uh, mid of next year is is what the probability chart is suggesting that uh, we could see a rate cut but i feel lowering of the rates is still a long due on the course maybe if we see couple of months of economic data december or first quarter of Jan- first quarter of 2024 if the economic numbers continue to dwindle down uh, that could uh, you know initiate the talks for rate cuts but i feel a pause for longer kind of a stance uh, should be maintained from here on if the inflation you know continues to stay uh, near that 3 and a half 3 percent kind of a zone uh you said uh, on the india on the rupee front you know a gold could touch as high as 65500 right, or 66000 right. right but do you think that uh, there could be problems in demand for gold because uh, this time the kharif production seems to be lower and we seem to be running into problems with on the agriculture front due to el nino 
Uh, definitely, I think this time uh, the the weather forecast with respect to the rainfall has has not been very uh, positive with respect to the rural demand, uh, which when we talk about, and that is one of the uh, major drivers uh, for for the demand in especially domestic front. Uh, but I think, sir, that is uh, that is one aspect. We we already know that demand and supply are not the uh, major or the primary drivers for gold. If we talk about internationally or on the domestic front, uh, if we if we look at this year as well, I think gold import numbers have been quite, you know, positive. They are not not that great with respect to the, you know, previous years. But we we still have to receive official numbers from WGC definitely. But imports uh, have been pretty substantial this year. Uh, apart from that, I think globally central bank uh, gold buying uh, spree has been, you know, as on on absolute roll. If we see this year as well, more than eight hundred tons is already what central bags of bond and that includes RBI as well. So RBI has been continuously buying gold from uh, past couple of years. I think after the pandemic, uh, we, we have seen RBI continuously adding gold reserves and so have been other countries. So this could uh, and has been one of the major demand uh, factor uh, so so as to speak for um, gold, uh, gold prices overall. I think one, one major factor is that ETF and speculators are a bit of uh, you know, on the lower end, uh, that demand has not picked up. But I think central bank gold buying is is compensating for for both these drivers as as of now. Also, there has been a depreciation of uh, Indian rupee. Now, what sort of impact will that have on gold? So definitely, uh, we we have seen this year. It's about one one and a half percent of depreciation is what we've seen till now. It's it's always been a strong correlation uh, because uh, if we if we don't see great returns on the COMEX front on the uh, you know international front, still on MCX we we manage to stay on the positive side. Um, that the the trend that we've seen in the recent past. Uh, if if the USDNR as a pair is rising is increasing, that is if rupees we we could see uh, you know prices gaining that momentum and uh, uh, that is what we've seen this year as well even if when when gold on comex was around 1800 dollars on the domestic front because of the rupee depreciation we, we did not see that great of an impact uh, with respect to the prices so i think this depreciation could continue dollar index is also trading a bit strong that is supporting the overall dollar against his major crosses so i think if usdinr uh, currently is, is hovering around 83.30.40 levels. If if we see a you know good breakout and if we see a levels around 84, 84.5, uh, that is again a good upside supporting the uh, gold prices on the lower levels on the you know domestic front. And how do you see the prospects for silver? Silver, I think we've maintained uh, that stance from past one or two years that uh, silver, you know, could outperform gold and uh, uh, definitely it's a high beta counter, but it has been, you know, maintaining that trend. If we see in the previous year as well on the comics, uh, uh, gold was, you know, uh, no profit, no loss kind of uh, levels near about 0%, but silver on the comics did gain by about one and a half, two percent In this year as well, if you see YTD gains for the first three or four months for uh, gold and silver both were at around 11%. Then silver dipped 
टू अबाउट जीरो परसेंट और अबेट लोअर एंड देन नाउ अगेन इट इज एट सिक्स और सेवन परसेंट सो मोमेंटम और द वोलैटिलिटी इज क्वाइट हाई बट आई थिंक स्ट्रॉन्ग बेस फॉर सिल्वर हैज बीन सेट वी कुड सी अ गुड स्पर्ट फॉर सिल्वर प्राइसेस फ्रॉम हियर ऑन सो फॉर सिल्वर ऑल्सो वी मेंटेन दैट बायोन डिप्स काइंड ऑफ अ स्ट्रेटेजी वी डू सी दैट सेवेंटी थाउजेंड सिक्सटी एट थाउजेंड ऑन द डोमेस्टिक could see a good target of 77 78000 levels on the domestic front so what would be your suggestion to uh, an investor in gold and silver and to a buyer of gold and silver so just to you know give a bit of a brief on the factor specific i feel central banks monetary policy will be one of the primary factors to watch out for i think uh, uh, once the officially uh, fed pivots from their current stance they've already mentioned that they are dip- data dependent but i think if if they uh, continuously pause even if they keep the rates here on if they pause that is a pivot for market participants so that could support the prices central banks gold bank spree economic data weakening you know are are a few factors especially geopolitical tensions and we we've, we've seen black swan events lot of uh, events coming in from 2020 so pandemic russia ukraine war israel hamas uh, we we've known this but they've come come all of a sudden so any such event will be very beneficial for both these um, you know uh, safe haven asset for strategy perspective i think uh, any any uh, market participant who is on the short side should look to you know exit uh, their positions and anyone having a longer view or or uh, having a view to build a long position um, uh, you know should accumulate at these levels we we could get significant dips i am i'm not uh, you know ignoring the fact that uh, there there could not be a dips there we we definitely will see those dips because we are already you know 11% on the ytd basis so some bit of a steam off or a cool off will be required for the prices but uh, those dips could be used as an accumulation zone for a buying opportunity uh, for the targets you know we we've already mentioned thank you very much manav it's been real pleasure talking to you and i hope uh, listeners will take you from your views same same here sir thank you thank you so much thank you thank you